They're the boys in the back room. We have a guy who works in the back, Eric Jones. He's the big German. Be nice to Marvin. He'll be taking your call today. Chat row, Tyler, the moderator, handling the duties there. A couple of weeks ago, Dylan was getting us breakfast. Now he's doing graphics on this program. You know who? Blame Mario. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the uh, backroom guys are not allowed to eat until 12.15. You're now listening to the 12.15 Club. Welcome back to another edition of the 1215 Club. It is my Ariel here in the mic, joined as always by Eric the Big German, Dylan the Graphics Guy, and Marvin the Prince. We're back um, from vacation. We had a nice week off. Everybody went their separate ways. We didn't have to talk to each other for a week. We didn't have to look at each other for a week. I enjoyed it very much. Yes, Dylan? Did you miss me? Absolutely not. It, it, did you miss me the least in the building? Probably yes. Okay. Uh, probably a tie between you and Tyler and Chat Row. Likewise, yeah, yeah. At least we have something. You can add Tyler to my list too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we have the uh, our intern Jack. We call him uh, what do we call him? John Jacob. Jack. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Yeah, so Jack has multiple names, uh, but we have him on today. We wanted to just get a little bit of insight on uh, not insight, but just his impression of what we do here, what the guys do out there. Jack, what has been the most surreal part of working or interning here at the Dan Patrick Show? So the first moment that it was really surreal for me was actually coming into the studio and meeting Dan. Uh, My dad's a huge fan of the show, and he would say, like, hey, did you watch this in the Dan Patrick Show and everything? And, you know, I knew uh, Paul previously through school and everything like that. Uh, So I think that was crazy. The first thing I said about Dan was he's tall. That was the first thing that come to, came to my mind for some reason. It was wasn't the the all American you know sportscaster of a lifetime. It's Dan Patrick is tall, and I texted my dad that I was like, "Why was that the first thing that I said?" But uh, but then it really sunk in that I was here and to to work on an Emmy nominated show was awesome. And I think the second thing was going through that whole Emmy process, you know, making videos and everything, seeing why the show was nominated for that sense and. It was a really cool opportunity getting to know everybody, kind of the mixed personality. So I've enjoyed that a lot. Emphasis on mixed personalities. (laughs) Marv? Thank you. That was a really good job interview answer. But what do you really think about the show? (laughs) I'm playing with you. I'm playing with you. You don't have to answer. (laughs) What's been like your interactions with Dan? Dan's like, you know, a lot of people don't get to see this side of him. But he's super goofy behind the scenes. And he like runs around and he tells you... Well, today's your last day, or he'll say something super goofy yeah. like that. So, what what have your interactions with him been like? Well, that that was funny. It was uh, it was the week that you broke or like hurt your ankle, and <laughs> and I think that was the most interaction I had with Dan because he mentioned me on air because I was quote unquote not helping you up because I grabbed the iPad while you sat there. Um. So, but otherwise, you know, it's walks by and he goes, it's like either either like a really nice hello, Jack, how are you, or. Uh, well, Jack's still here. I had the under, and that's his, his famous line all the time. And uh, and that's really it. You know, it's not like a, a crazy amount of conversation or anything like that. I doubt Dan knows my last name. So he barely knows your first name. The only reason he knows your first name is because his son is also named Jack. Yeah, that helps a lot. But that's confusing when you guys are talking, or if anyone else is talking, they're like Jack, and I'm like, are they talking about me or are they talk about Dan's son? Marv, it's John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. <laughs> Well, so, yeah, so so the reason for John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt is because so you're because his name is my name too. Your li, your li, your legal name is what John. But so Mario came in the control one day and was like, 
hey, Eric, this is John. He's going to be the new intern, but you can call him Jack. And I was like, all right, this guy. You know, he comes in with two names day one. I'm like, this guy. So I'm like, okay, John Jacob Jingleheimer. And uh, so now I just refuse to call you Jack or John or anything. Well, I think you have like an email. On your email, it's like John Sullivan, right? Well, for my school email, it says John Sullivan because that's my legal name. But for my, you know, the email I use around here, it has Jack in it. M- Mario, did you know favors? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, <laughs> I, that was calculated. I mean, it, we're here. I mean, everybody knows if you're going to come work here, you got to have super thick skin. And you learn really, really? Yeah. right. I, I right. get it the worst. <laughs> I, Sometimes right. I just get fed up. I was going to say, no, you don't. You get treated like a, the little angel that you are around here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. All right. So, John Jacob Jingleheimer. So, obviously, you working with Dan and the guys and like seeing how the show comes together from a little bit behind the scenes. But what's been the most surprising thing from the true behind the scenes, like working with all of us knuckleheads on Twelve Fifteen Club? I got to say how you know how great everything is, how great everything is run through the um the amount of people that work here that usually takes twice as many people or it gets done with you know the the 14 guys that are here which i think is incredible that there's places that need hundreds of people working behind the scenes to make a show run and there's 14 of us and the show gets emmy nominated and it's just fun to be around and and uh i think what's great is that the atmosphere is that the relationship between us and and uh you know dan and danettes it's it's like going when you go through the doors. It's like completely different. Like you have to act a different way, which is you know, I think it's it's fun for for us, and I think it gets the job done for sure. Well, to give us a little bit more credit, there's only eleven here, right? But Eric does the job of like four people. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying you said fourteen. There's fourteen people here. There's only eleven. You can, well, Eric counts as like four people, right? Because he the, does. I'm, first of all, I know I'm overweight, but geez, <laughs> yeah, I know, that's <laughs> You weigh enough for four people, Eric. Wait, does, does Penny count, though? I feel like Penny That's like, true. does her. Penny if you count, count Winnie and Penny, yeah, I think that, we might be getting closer to 14. Yeah. Marv? Oh, no, I was going to say, are you trying to get a raise or are you trying to get fired after this podcast? <laughs> That's the only question I really have for my man, John. John, so people call you... Who calls you John? Nobody. Except teachers when they first see you. And the Mario list. when they introduce you. Right. No, you really set my man. Yeah, but I did that purposely. Obviously, that was calculated. But why would you do that, though? I don't know if you have the. Jack, when have I ever called you John? Mario has never called me John. And I did it because I knew that it would get a reaction out of you guys that very first day. I, I've never, ever acknowledged that your name was John. Uh, Dylan? Um, well, two things. One, I don't believe you. And two, Jack. Well, I don't need or you to John. believe me. Um, what, what you guys can call me Jack. What would you Stop say it. is like the most like outlandish request you've gotten while working here, and why is it something that Mario asked you to do? <laughs> uh, the craziest thing to do. Oh, I, w- I was here a week, and Tyler was doing like a, a crazy meat Friday, and Tyler like came to me hectically. He was like, "I don't know who's gonna run audio." I was like, "Just like show me how to do it real quick, and I'll do it." And and then all of a sudden he's like, "No, you." So and then. Eric was like, no, like, just go out and cook. And so I, it was like cooking on like the first week I was here. Um, and then I, th- other than that, nothing. You also too picked crazy. up uh, Dan's brother, right? From the train station, oh, like yeah. early on? Yeah, that was, that was definitely, it was interesting. What was funny about that is my car has like a, a, a dual clutch, so it like kind of skips. <laughs> so when I was driving him, 
uh, like down the street and it did that skip and he goes, transmission issue? I was like, no, it's just how it, the car is. And he like held the, the bar up top <laughs> thinking the car was going to like break down or something. Um, but yeah, that was, that was funny. Eric was like, yeah, d- uh, Jack, you're just going to have to pick up Dan's brother. I will say, at least I gave you a 24 hour notice. Oh yeah. So you could clean your car and do whatever you had to do. So it wasn't, it was like, Hey, in 20 minutes, you got to go pick up Dan's brother. So you're welcome. Yeah. That was a clutch move. I had to go to the car wash and do a deep clean inside. It was, it was so nasty, but we're, we're, <laughs> I'm glad I got to do that either way. We're joined by, uh, Jack Mayhofer, uh, here in the 1215 club, our intern, Jack, which one of the Danettes uh, has been your favorite to interact with thus far. Oh, Todd makes me laugh so much. Uh, On purpose? Well, yes and no. Like, okay. So we had to do that uh, the year of Todd video that you know is now on YouTube and everything. And just listening to him talk, that was like just going on about the bagels and everything. That it was just so funny. And obviously, I, I do the scoreboard. So if anyone's wondering, you know, like, hey Mario, for anything for the Twitter, I only do the scoreboard for Twitter, but. Um, like that's the most interaction You're I have trying to with do Todd. Some, you're trying to get some credit there. Humble I brag. am. Yeah. yeah. Humble brag, <laughs> but, uh, try to get some credit around here. Uh, chat row has to, you know, find out who Jack is. Uh, but anyway, it's the emails back and forth with Todd are just some like funny, you know, like he'll just be like, thanks Jack. Or, uh, he'll be like, booyah, like, you know, anything like that. He's XOXO. just, XOXO. yeah, it, he has the best interactions. And I think just, you know, even with just talking to him in person, you know, I asked him why he liked the Broncos and everything. So he's just he's just a, a good guy to be around. <laughs> Bill, it is funny that you mentioned like the first time you talked to Todd about the Broncos, because I think to date, that's the longest conversation I've had with Todd was like very early on when I was like he was did like, you know, just covered in orange and Broncos stuff. Well, to Todd, Todd got some uh, stuff the first week that you were here. They had given the guys were giving Todd some flack out there uh, your first week here because I think everybody did everybody come and introduce themselves to you that first week that you were here yeah it was uh, except him right well it was funny because he had no idea I was here and I remember we went into a morning meeting and uh, Todd was like who's that and Dan was like that's that's Jack he's been here a week Todd and uh, so afterwards Todd came up to me while you know I was like I still had like the office area he came in and he was like uh Hey man, I'm I'm so sorry to inter- like introduce myself or anything. I I really come back here or anything like that. But uh, when he goes back there, yeah, the and he's like, if you if you need anything, let me know. You know, like we're gonna be tight now. And uh, you know, I I just I every time I I hear like Todd and like coming in the back room, I always think of when you guys talked about a couple weeks ago when Todd messaged you on Facebook, like how you living? Yeah, <laughs> at three forty five. That was that to me was the funniest thing, and I, and I that's just Todd, and it. it it just who he is, and it makes as, me laugh. As every somebody, time. and I mean, I guess you know, Dan said he gets this question a lot. For somebody coming from the outside in, and you're fairly new here, is Todd exactly who he is behind the scenes as he is on air? There's no difference, and the, right. I think that's great. There, he, there's no, you know, it's not an act. That's just who he is, and I think you know people respect that a lot. Yeah. Now, uh, Marv, do they respect that? I do for sure. I'm not sure if Dan and Dan that's respect that. <laughs> Jack, thanks for joining us. Uh, now you got to go back and do the grunt work. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> See you, Jack. All right, man. Be blessed. Jack's a good kid. I think he, he's fit in pretty well here, right? What do you guys say? Yeah, I, I like the Mayhoffer. Eric? Eric, you give him you give him a little hard time. Do you, you want to share your theory about that, Mario? No, no. Let's not get into that because <laughs> it's fake news. Uh, but uh, I feel like he... Uh, 
he deserves a little. I mean, you're an intern. You come into a place like this. He came in. He, you know, like when the last intern. So okay, first intern we had in the show post AT and T when we had just the local production here was Rob. And yeah. Rob kept his head down. He didn't say anything for like a year. Yeah. Right. And he does a good job and he just is fine. And then the second intern we had was Dan Cardella. Who had been here. Who had been here. But he still kind of was just kind of kept his head down, whatever. And Jack came in and he was trash talking right away. Yeah, he was. Very confident. And that's okay. Uh, confidence is all right. But you're going to get a little different version of me if you come in somewhere as an intern and you think that you're you know, the bee's knees, as opposed to you coming in just with your head down trying to learn. And not to say that he's not trying to learn, but uh, I give it a, a little more to him than I do other people. It has nothing to do with the institution of higher learning at which he got his degree <laughs> from, just to be clear. I don't know, Eric. But to be clear. Don't? Um, do you remember when Mario was a, a wee intern, Eric? <laughs> yeah. How, was, how did that yeah, What was that like, that Eric? What was, your, what, what was yeah. your impression of me, Eric? Yeah, same thing, except... I, I wasn't directing the show at the time, so you would have, yeah, it would have been a problem for you. Really? You were so confident. I was confident? No, <laughs> I kept my head down. I didn't talk to anybody. The only person I would talk to is two days. Well, it's just the way you walk. Do, you I do, walk confidently. You do have I'm a sorry. certain. I'm sorry that, that I walk confidently. You have a certain gait to your walk, which could be offset by like some weight up top. But <laughs> Today was an interesting show. We had. A uh, couple, couple callers. We had Ryan Honolulu's wife, which I thought she was good with the uh, with her limerick, right? And she was flirting with Dan, which was a little bit uncomfortable. It was very natural. <laughs> yeah, Dan, Dan sniffed that one out right away, right off the top. I mean, I thought it was a little uncomfortable to listen to, but that's near here nor there. The other caller that we had was that was very interesting. Was Karen in Alabama? Here's what she had to say: Karen in Alabama. Hi, Karen. What's on your mind today? Hi, DP. Hi, Karen. I enjoy your show as the best sports show on the air. Well, thank you, Karen. Uh, do you have a question for me? Yeah, I do. Okay. Each one on your show has a great personality, including Todd. And I wondered, <laughs> I wish that you all wouldn't give Todd such a hard time. Hmm. Well, um, I don't know if it's possible, Karen, because Todd kind of asked for getting a hard time. No. Yes, he does. He does. He He just has a good personality. Oh, uh, well, I I appreciate that and I'm glad that you uh you have his back and thank you for calling and saying those nice things. All righty. All righty. That's Karen in Alabama. How sweet. That was very sweet of her. Yeah. All right, Marvin, your hand jumped up. You have a question. So, how much different would the show be if Dan and the Danettes had to start respecting Todd and not making fun of him? Would this even be a show? Eric, it's not possible. I mean, like, I love Todd, but Todd brings all of this upon himself. And, you know, look, ultimately, we produce a show, an entertainment show. And so if someone has a small idiosyncrasy, do you put a magnifying glass and make it look a little bit bigger than maybe it is for entertainment purposes? Maybe. But I can tell you, and anybody who's a fan of 1215 Club has heard Todd and his craziness, and that was edited and tame compared to how he is in reality. So, you know, look, Todd, some of his stuff, like the lamericks and stuff, which also I know we didn't really want to get into because we've kind of beat that a lot. But to be honest, like, I don't know what happened. We we came back from vacation and Todd didn't do a limerick for the first two or three days. And then he did two or three towards the end of the week, but he didn't do them in his uh, in his voices, voices. Yeah. Which I was I thought that was like I felt like we finally had found the 
comedy in this bit and then it was gone immediately but um yeah i don't think that the show could exist in its current form without todd as a character and a pillar as just this randomizer thing that happens well i mean i feel like he does it to himself at this point he kind of sets himself up to kind of be made fun of like he knew when he whipped out the emergency bathroom card yesterday that that was going to be something that would live on on this show for years to come dill see i i view todd as sort of a martyr he's just willing to fall on the sword i mean it's not that he's putting on a show because like eric said that's the actually the toned down version but like Todd no like he like you said he pulled that out fully knowing he's like this is good content I'll I'll eat this bullet for the team. So I think Todd does deserve his his due in that regard. Eric, I do have some breaking news on the Todd card front. Uh I Hold ran on, it. let's play. Dun, 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 dun. All right, Eric, we go to newsroom. So Todd, I saw him coming out of the bathroom right before the taping of 1215 Club. I'm and- sorry. And there was definitely evidence in the air of what had happened, but which is funny because like he had just finished eating like less than five minutes before, and then already and like poor Todd, right? Like that's a terrible way to go through life, but um, it does also have an impact on the rest of our lives too, at least here in studio. But anyways, um, I asked him, I said, "Todd, have you ever used that card?" And of course, his answer wasn't this brief, but he said, "No, he had forgotten that it existed. He's had it for years, and he recently found it." And uh, but he said he didn't think he'd ever be able to use it. He said the only time he might try to use it is with the cop if he got pulled over. Dylan, well, Todd, the inside of Todd is like the autobahn. But um, the I I'm actually jealous of the card. I think that would be an awesome thing. Like, look, you don't want to say that yeah, you're going like, to respect that you're that like card. A, a bathroom risk, but like being at like a sporting event or something. I mean, that's the thing. That would you like, respect that card if you were at a sporting event? I honestly, as like, I respect that zone. If someone had literally had a documentation <laughs> that they're like, I need to cut the line. I'd be like, like if someone came up to me, and was like, dude, I really need to go to the bathroom. Can I please cut you? I'd be like, yeah, sure. If someone has a card, I'd be like, go in there. Just get in there. Go in. My issue with that card is that it's all like beat up. And it doesn't. He needs pre- to laminate. It, it. it doesn't present itself well, so it kind of looks like a fake BS. He should card. wear it around his neck at sporting events. Eric, the same thing though. If the opposite was true, like it looked brand new and like it just come off the printer, look fake. Then you'd think it was fake too. So at least like he's been committed to needing this card for an extended period of time. I, I kind of want to ask him for it to, if I can photocopy and have one for my own. Not that I'll necessarily need it, but it's nice. It's like a little safety blanket. You know, yeah, you something have to fall there. back on. Yeah, I understand. Mar, no. No, I don't have anything to say about it. Boy, that's nasty. And I feel bad for Todd. Also, the getting out of cop or getting out of like a ticket aspect of it is pretty nice, too. Because, like, I feel like that's just like stranger than fiction. They're not going to be like, that's, you know. Here's one question that I have, I guess, for the room. And it's a little bit deeper into uh, Todd and the guys making fun of Todd. All the guys, us being here, we see that they have quirks. They may not necessarily show up on air all the time, but why is it that you think those little quirks don't necessarily get pointed out, but Todd's do? Marv? Because Todd is almost like Screech from Saved by the Bell. (laughs) Like, you don't realize A.C. Slater has this going on off screen, but he probably (laughs) does. But Screech is Screech. Sorry, Todd, I didn't mean to compare you to Screech, but... Don't? I think back to Mike referring to Todd as a martyr thing. I think he is just the most willing to have his idiosyncrasies, as Eric put it, po- like pointed out on TV. Um, and whereas, like, I like I think he's just the best at being like playing like the heel that everyone can sort of 
rag on. Marv? More so like the comic relief more than comic the heel. Comic relief, yeah. I think, yeah, I think Paul, I Paulie would Paul's be... Heel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Paulie would be the heel for sure. Eric? Who do you guys think can take it the least? Paul. Mm, no, McLovin. McLovin gets super butthurt. He, this week, remember he, he Dan like kind of snapped at him once on air and he was like, yeah, tail between his legs for like an hour. It's like Bambi got he shot. He can't take it. Todd can take it. I mean, he, Todd, Todd can, can take, it. take it by yeah. far. The, Todd just takes it all day long. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would say Paul because I've seen how Paul reacts. Like if Dan says uh, he's wrong about something and then he'll be like, he'll get super defensive. Should we ask both of them who they think it is? Yeah, I, I know what you're saying about Paul, uh, but but I think Perloff is like he is quick to throw out stones, but he is very very slow to receive. He can't take the heat in the kitchen. Um, he he definitely gets. I think. I mean, I don't know. Does anybody agree with what I'm saying? Or you just throw me under the bus? I think it's a I, fair assessment. Yeah, no, I'm with you. For sure, because he's quick to give you a jab. Oh my god! Yeah, for, like real fast. So I completely understand for somebody that throws that many jabs, for them to you know, for somebody with pink shoes on, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Shorts. <laughs> I don't know what none of that means. I will sleep. <laughs> no, but 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 uh, sorry, Mark. Uh, I just think that like he also like he does this thing. I don't know if you guys experienced this, but like. He pretends like he doesn't know what he's doing or what he's saying, and I think it's like an Ivy League thing. Like, he, like he's very smart, but there are times where he'll McLovin. This is he will like pretend that he's doesn't know what's happening, or like he'll say something and then be like ah, and just like kind of walk yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like I don't know if he's playing a part or if he's just like book smart but doesn't know the the social part or if he's doing it on purpose. I don't know. But like even today when he was talking about um. He, we, they were outside doing the Meat Friday segment, which I know radio listeners didn't hear, but he went out there and like deadpan and didn't ever react. It was just like, oh, I wonder which one's the Chicago dog. <laughs> and it's like, but like, it was just kind of, I don't know, whatever. I had an interaction with him uh, today. He had sent me an email, I guess, or he said, he claimed he had sent me an email. And he was like, hey, did you see the email I sent you? And I was like, no, I uh, unsubscribed from every single email you've sent me. So I don't. I don't look at your emails anymore. And he just looked at me and he said, no, but seriously, can you go check the email? I was like, yes, Andrew, I saw your email. What is it that you want me to do with this? And he's like, I was like, it's all set up already. And he was like, okay, good. And he just walked away. But I don't think he took like my humor too well. But that that's like the same brand of humor as like the Chicago dog thing. Yeah, I mean, all the guys are great. They have their all different personalities and they're fun to work with. What do you guys think of Tyler's uh, hot dog situation today? I'm going to give, I actually like that. I feel like this is like what Meat Friday should be. Like, you know, just like a couple different types of hot dogs and chili, tater tots, or whatever. I'm, I'm personally, I actually have been known to rag on Chicago food. Like, you know, the whole deep dish pizza. Known to? Like You're well, renowned. Renowned to? For doing yeah. that. But I I've actually, never heard it before, so you like, yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm well, I have, yeah. as, as you all know. He's built he's yeah. built a brand on this. Right, okay. I have a blog. <laughs> um, but I actually am a fan of the Chicago dogs. I do, I like, like, I like that combo. I didn't like it. Uh, I didn't like the sweet relish. I think I that's know. the only thing that turned I do, me off I do like them. the tomatoes, pickles, like, pep, like hot peppers. I did it however he, he made I did, it. I assembled my own. But I like Very the good. tomatoes and pickles. I think that's a good accoutrement. Eric? I have a hot take. Go. Uh, Dan is not enjoying Tyler's Meat Fridays for the last month. 
because Ooh, there has been that's a that's a bigger bombshell Ooh. than the emergency card. <laughs> How are you going to drop that on us with two minutes left? I just think that he- he's made a comment of every one, like, "Oh, Tyler didn't make one without sauce two weeks in a row." Then today he was like, "Oh, the tater tots, you could have made them without the cheese." So I, I like it's not. I think Dan appreciates the effort and like he does consume it, and, and he was raving about some of the stuff that Tyler's done. But yeah. the last few weeks he's had comments to say, "Look, it's good. Hot dogs are hot dogs. I, I generally don't consume a ton of hot dogs in life, but I, it was nice to have options." And uh, you know, Tyler put a lot of effort into the chili, so you know, I think and the chili's putting effort in us now. <laughs> to give to, to throw to oh, throw yeah. uh, to throw Tyler a bone here. He did, uh, Ty, we had some guests that came after the show, and he did present the guests to Tyler and say, this is Tyler, and he created all this stuff. He's Tyler the creator. So I think Dan's proud of what he's doing. may, you know, want to make some changes going forward, but for the most part, I think. Eric, I mean, Dylan. I will say Tyler did get screwed a couple times, like with the menu, the other menu selectors. Like, he uh, did. With like tofu. the weeks and then the tofu back-to-back. We, like, I don't know how long ago that was, but... Um, I mean, I'm still got, not over the tofu. I mean, that's ridiculous. I'm still that was like that. I would. I'd love to. We should actually find out if he was trolling or not, or genuinely wanted tofu because I wasn't really sure. And this goes back to the whole McLovin's personality. Do you think it was real or not? That's what yeah, I mean. I, mean like, I, I don't know. Was it like a bit, or did he actually want to eat tofu? Like it's that literally day? called Meat Friday. Yeah, like it's a joke in itself. Doing tofu, whether he intended that or not, is what I wonder. But he was talking the other day, like. That I was saying, we're talking about what vacation we might take. We have a week off in August. And um, I was saying I might go to Williamsburg. He's like, oh, Virgi- Williamsburg. I'm going to Williamsburg, Virginia. But he was like, oh, Williamsburg, you should let's go have dinner. Yeah. And I was like, you've never invited me to do a single thing ever. We've traveled for probably six months of our life together on the road for the show. And never once did he invite me to do anything together, which I don't care. It's fine. And we've had lots of dinners together as a group. But not, he's never been like, hey, man, let's grab a soda later. You know, whatever. Have a beer. And he doesn't drink. But, you know, let's whatever. <laughs> you guys should go to dinner in Williamsburg, Virginia together. <laughs> it's more likely than Williamsburg, to. Brooklyn, for Mark. sure. No, sorry, because I was going to make fun, but I forgot about that. You were like, "Let's go have a soda at the sock hop." Like, <laughs> let's go have a malt. Yeah. Well, I can't. I, yeah, at the sock hop. I can't have the dairy, and he can't have the alcohol. Mud, mud so. slide, hold the booze. <laughs> this is Todd's. <laughs> the Todd slide. <laughs> we'll leave it on that note and let you. Uh, Use your imagination from there. Do with that what you will. <laughs> That's all we got this week for my Ariel, Eric the Big German, Dylan the Graphics Guy, Marvin the Prince. We're back and we will see you next week. Or talk to you next week. We won't see you. <laughs>